This is Viterbi Voices. Coming to you from the University of Southern California, Viterbi School of Engineering. We're here to give you the inside scoop on research, classes, student life, and so much more. All of these shared by students, faculty, alumni, and other members of the USC community. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Viterbi Voices. As usual, I am one of your hosts. My name is Paula Desma, Executive Director of Undergraduate Admission here at the USC Viterbi School of Engineering. And hello, everybody. I'm your other co-host, Maya Neuenschwander, current uh, rising senior studying industrial systems engineering. And Maya, we should tell everybody that the audio is a little bit different because you're currently at work <laughs> recording the podcast. And so we're going to try to make this quick, but we don't have, but you're, you're, you're kind of on the clock right now, right? Um, so I'm technically off the clock right oh, okay. now, but um, I did not have time to make it home for recording this. <laughs> so just figured I would stay at work and do it here. No problem. So this is your last week in your internship before you come back to campus. Yeah, this is my last day in person, actually. So um, a lot of exciting things, a pretty, pretty busy day, packed with meetings. But yeah, I'm excited. I'm fly back to LA tomorrow, actually. All right. Very cool. Very cool. Well, we're excited to have you back. Um, This is an exciting week. All the new students already moved in this week. Uh, We had a reception yesterday and uh, got to see a lot of them. Got to see a lot of their parents for a a parent's reception with the dean. yesterday afternoon which was lots of fun and so if we have any listeners out there thanks for joining us that was lots of fun uh and we are now this is scary we're officially out of summer uh it's all fall all the time now it's really really weird i can't believe summer's over so i will say it doesn't always feel like that in los angeles it's a nice nice year-round pretty warm moderate this is true i should say it's fall but it's still you know it's still 80 degrees i mean it's not it's not like fall like i guess the classic definition of fall and leaves and Mm -hmm. you know pumpkin spice lattes although there are plenty of those everywhere um i cannot wait pumpkin cold foam that's my thing pumpkin cold foam okay well when when does when do they release is that soon oh gosh i feel like sooner than you'd expect probably end of august i think okay all right, here we go. Um, let's what let, let's dive into this. What is what is this episode all about, Maya? Yeah, so this episode is an interview with one of my good friends, Tad. We actually first got to know each other because we were in an industrial engineering course together. Um, a couple of different engineering majors take engineering economy, so we were in a group and got to be friends. We actually had a a mutual friend with Natalie, who's an ex-DSA. So Tad studied civil engineering in his undergrad, and then he graduated last year, actually. But he will still be there this year. He's doing his um, progressive degree program, so getting his master's this year in environmental engineering. So we talked a lot about um, a lot about his experience in both of those both of those majors, what he's interested in, what he's done for work. Um, He's also in Colorado this summer. So talked a little bit about his mountain climbing, mountaineering, everything that has to do with that. Very cool. Very cool. Well, let's get out of the way and hand it right back over to you to talk to Tad about his experiences specifically here in this fifth year progressive degree program. (laughs) 
All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Viterbi Voices podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Maya Neuenschwander. Um, currently studying industrial and systems engineering at USC. I'll be a senior this year. Woohoo! Almost done. Um, and I'm here today with a very special guest. Um, for context as well, I've been seeing this guest a little bit this summer. We're working in the same state doing our internships. Um, had a couple classes together way back when, um, engineering economy, woohoo! Um, but Tad, would you introduce yourself? Absolutely. Well, first off, thank you so much, Maya, for inviting me to be here. Uh, my name is Tad Long. I am um, now a graduate student, actually. I just got my bachelor's at USC in civil engineering and now continuing to do a PDP in environmental engineering. I'm originally from Ridgefield, Connecticut, uh, and currently, like Maya uh, mentioned a little bit, I'm working uh, in Colorado, Colorado Springs, um, doing a water and wastewater civil engineering internship with Kimley Horn. Um, outside of engineering, outside of Kimley Horn, USC, I really enjoy outdoor activities. I do a lot of rock climbing, hiking, camping, backpacking. Uh, I've done three 14ers so far this summer, and I plan, my goal is to do 10 this summer. I have a month, about a month-ish left, so gotta really pick up the pace, but um, the snow's melting soon, so hopefully I can do a lot more this last month. Um, I also enjoy working on sketching, sketching color art projects, digital art projects, um, and yeah, just really enjoy hanging out with my friends and um, being here in Colorado with a lot of other people at USC, including Maya. So yeah, anything else you'd like me to mention? No, but there are like a billion follow-up questions I have. So first off, isn't oh, it yeah. crazy? Like the first time introducing yourself as like, I don't know, for me a senior, but for you a graduate student, like it just feels I know. weird. It feels like a dream. Like I, did I really graduate in May? Like it's, <laughs> I feel like I've, I'm in college forever, but yeah, I know I'd, that was one of the first times where I was like, wait, I'm actually a graduate now. I'm I'm a graduate student. I yeah. received a degree already at, at USC. So yeah, pretty cool stuff. Yeah. You're an you're an alumni now. This can be like Oh a- god, don't don't get me started. <laughs> don't get me started. Alumni episode. Um and also I, I had no idea you were planning to do um or actually first, um, before we get into it, for the listeners who don't know, would you mind explaining quickly what a PDP is, what that stands for? Absolutely. So PDP stands for progressive degree program. It's a really cool program that USC offers for um, undergraduate students. If you want to continue uh, to do a master's at USC, you can apply for what's a, called a progressive degree program. And basically, it's a master's program, but typically much shorter than most master's programs. So my PDP in environmental engineering is 20 credits. Um, I can complete that all in one year. And some students um, I know can just do the PDP all, <clears throat> excuse me, in one semester, they can take some graduate courses in their junior or senior year um, and then graduate with a master's in four and a half years and in some cases, four years. Um, so it's a pretty cool program that USCS offer. And, and yeah, I'm excited to uh, do that do that program in envi- environmental engineering next year. So, yeah, I, I feel like PDP is a cheat code at USC. Um, like, it's just... I don't know, people can do degrees. And for you, I know you're doing a degree in a different thing than you did your bachelor's degree in. So the question would be, did you always know that you wanted to do a master's in environmental engineering? Or what did what did that decision look like? Yeah, so when I came into USC as an undergrad, I had a civil engineering bachelor's, but an environmental emphasis. So I always wanted to do something with environmental engineering or like something in the environmental field of my degree. 
But I just felt that the civil environmental program was not what I expected at first. I, I wanted to learn more about like structures and foundations and buildings and engineering. But honestly, like halfway through um, my undergraduate studies, I realized, you know, I kind of miss learning about, you know, environmental work. I miss learning about like water treatment, air quality, water quality, that kind of deal. So I ended up switching my emphasis in civil engineering, I think three times throughout my undergraduate career. Um, none of those were environmental, but I knew in the back of my mind that at the end of the day, I really am passionate about environmental engineering. I'm really passionate about designing sustainable solutions and putting my degree towards, you know, designing a sustainable future, uh, in buildings, energy systems, um, transportation, that kind of deal. So I applied for the environmental PDP my junior year, and that's what I'm, uh, looking forward to continuing, um, this coming year at USC. So Going to learn a lot about treating water quality or water quality practices, air quality, um, energy, um, that kind of deal. So, yeah, basically, long story short, was I've always wanted to do it. Uh, for some reason, I switched out throughout my uh, during my bachelor's, but then I knew that I could uh, come back and do it again as a master's. So I'm really excited that I can, you know, hopefully after these five years, I could have a degree both in civil and environmental engineering. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty cool. Like just doing both, being able to do both in the future. I feel like that opens up a lot of doors as far as what you want to do for work or even like switching between civil and environmental. Um, so when when you were in your undergrad um, as a civil engineer, did you were you still involved in some environmental activities or like things that would relate to environmental engineering? Yeah, absolutely. So I guess kind of related to environmental engineering was I was part of the environmental student assembly for three years. Um, I did a lot of public relations stuff, a lot of graphic design for the club. Um, it was really cool to be part of an organization that took sustainability on campus so seriously. And we had a lot of really cool events uh, to promote sustainability, whether it was a vegetarian vegan food truck festival or, you know, bring in a very, you know, very important, very cool speaker every every year for Earth Month in April. Um, it was a really cool organization, organization to be a part of for for three years at USC. And then uh, a little less related to environmental and, you know, engineering side is SC Outfitters. I've been a guide Mm -hmm. there for two years, going to do my third year there. I was the social media director last year. I'm the gear director this coming year. And yeah, just really showing um, other students at USC an activity or activities I really love, um, but also adding on, you know, that extra component of, you know, the environment and nature and, how it's really important that we all take our turn, take our part in preserving it and making sure that we can still enjoy the places that we love um, several years down the road past now. So I always like to emphasize, you know, the importance of, you know, leave no trace principles, the importance of conserving resources like water, plastic, uh, paper, that kind of deal on my trips uh, and really promoting, you know, why I love the outdoors because of the environmental component, obviously. So um, yeah, out between ESA and SC Outfitters, um, I feel like I've been able to, um, you know, have a role in some pretty important environmental and outdoor organizations on campus. And I, I hope that, you know, I, I really think that these organizations, as well as other organizations on campus that I've been, uh, been a part of, really do a good job in promoting environmentalism and promoting, promoting you know, sustainability on campus and also um, throughout the rest of the world. 
Yeah, I completely agree. And I was going to contextualize for everything for anyone listening, Tad is like the first person I think of when I think of like, I don't know, the environmental, like environmental clubs mm-hmm. on campus. I actually <laughs> um Tad and some of the other people who are guides for SC Outfitters are working in somewhere around Colorado with me this summer. So I had the chance the chance to go on a camping trip with them. And that <laughs> that was good. I'll, I'll plug the club. Like they're they're fantastic. Yeah. They're very- we saw yeah, we saw picos, we saw marmots, we saw elk like right by our campsites. We saw what else did we see? We saw so many cool animals, yeah, so many everything. cool birds. Yeah, we got a little bit of everything that um that trip. But yeah, it was a really fun time. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, I guess have you done okay, so other other Colorado things. This is my personal questions. Um mm-hmm. so you said 10, 14 years was your goal? Yeah, yeah, I know it's a little bit lofty. <laughs> I know it's a little bit lofty, but once mm-hmm. my internship ends in mid-August, I'll have about about two weeks here in Colorado, pretty much uh, free to do whatever. So, not say I want to do a fourteen year a day because that's going to burn me out. But you know, <laughs> really trying, you know, get as many as I can while I'm still here for the summer, um, and then yeah, go from there. But yeah, in case people didn't know, there's fifth. 53 or 55 one of those there's either 53 or 55 four tiers in colorado and a lot of people have the goal of doing all of them you know by the by the time they die so um when i came to colorado this summer that was definitely a goal of mine to do as many as i can and then hopefully you know if i come back to colorado full-time if i come and live here for a few years hopefully to do them all so mm-hmm. yeah i've done three so far did two this past weekend with a good friend of mine um it's hard. All of them are hard, but all of them are so worth it when mm-hmm. you get make it to the top and um, can look down at the beautiful views and how beautiful the state Colorado is. So yeah, tens the goal. I'll keep you posted. Uh, I'm doing another one this weekend and then another one the weekend after. So that'll get me to five, but we'll, um, we'll see if I can get to 10. That's crazy. And for those of you listening who are like me, approximately... I don't know, a month and a half ago before I moved to Colorado, I was like, what's a 14er? It's just a mountain that's over 14,000 feet in elevation, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. So Tad's mm-hmm. like, I want to climb, I want to climb 10 mountains this summer, is what Tad is saying. 10 tall mountains. They had to be <laughs> at least 14. There's a lot of mountains that are 12,000, 13,000 feet, which are all really cool. Mm-hmm. But the ones that are 14,000 feet are, are the big ones and what's called what Colorado is known for because there's so many here. So mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes. But yeah. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a big, uh, big goal I've set for myself. Mm-hmm. So aside from living in Colorado, climbing mountains, going camping, having a great time, um, what, what has your internship looked like? And is it more like civil, environmental, kind of in between the two? So what are you doing this summer? Pretty sure. Yeah. So like I said previously, I'm doing a water and wastewater infrastructure internship with Kimley Horn. And yeah, I would say it's a very good balance between what I'm learning what I learned in my civil engineering studies and also what I'm what I learned and why I will continue to learn in my environmental engineering studies. Um, I design a lot of like piping systems for housing communities. I help with designing water tanks. Um, my, my team puts me on a lot a variety of different projects, which is really cool. So we, we have projects such as like I said, water tanks, housing communities. We my favorite one actually that I've worked on is a state park in Colorado called Fisher's Peak State Park. So I've been able to do a lot of exhibits about leach fields, um, how we can route water from the nearest town or near near water sources to the visitor center of the park, um, how we can pr- supply water to the campsites and the campgrounds in the state park, 
Um, so that's been really cool. And um, yeah, it's it's a really cool internship because I get to work on such a variety of projects and do a variety of different things from looking at, you know, research, looking, making drawings and exhibits, um, depicting, you know, pressure zones, depicting um, potential leach field or campground sites, uh, water sourcing, uh, water flow, piping, you name it. Like there's a lot of cool things. And today, actually, on my internship, I did a site visit to a creek near about 10 miles north of downtown Colorado Springs. And uh, me and the environmental team that went, we were able to do a lot of soil and plant surveying. So we dug some holes in the dirt by the creek. We surveyed, did a little soil, soil profile. We identified some plants near the creek. We looked at what kind of, you know, what kind of ecosystem it had, the creek had, and that kind of deal. So, yeah, I've been able to really get a good glimpse of both, you know, the civil side where, like, we're designing piping systems, water systems, that kind of deal, but also the environmental side where we actually get to go out to the site. We get to go out to really cool, really cool um, job sites and do field work about soils, plants, water quality, that kind of deal. So, yeah, I really enjoy my internship so far. I think it's a really good balance between both my passions in civil engineering and environmental engineering, really having a good time. Hey, y'all, sorry for the interruption, but I wanted to let you know that we have a number of campus visit programs available to you right now. If you want to check out what campus is like, if you want to learn more about the Viterbi School of Engineering, go to viterbi.link slash visit. That's V-I-T-E-R-B-I dot link slash visit, where you can learn about our Viterbi visit experiences that happen on most Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. We have some virtual events that happen on occasional weekdays and occasional Saturdays. Plus, we have some transfer virtual admission sessions where you can learn all about how to get those courses ready for transferring. We want to meet you. We will have lots of opportunities to do it and it's happening all summer long but get your registration in now at viterbi.link slash visit hope to see you soon yeah no i would completely agree i love i love hearing about what you do i think there's like i don't know there's so many different things that civil engineers do um like i know listening to like who just graduated natalie who was on like podcast previously natalie doing um like more construction or structural things it's you can definitely do a lot with it. Yeah, uh, I think people uh, should realize that civil engineering, environmental engineering is such a broad field. Like if you look at, you know, buildings, roads, um, vehicles, transportation, um, all of that has something to do with civil engineering or a civil engineering company or a civil engineer who's designed that kind of stuff. And then when you look at the environmental side, um, water quality, air quality, renewable energy, that's all part of the design of environmental engineers. So it's pretty cool that, you know, a lot of things you just look around in, in your world, in this, in a city, in a town around USC, um, a civil or environmental engineer had to have designed that building or that water system or that, you know, or designing the air quality or figuring out the air quality implications of a building. So it's pretty cool stuff, I'd say. Mm-hmm. No, I, w- I would agree. So I don't know, since it's so broad, do you have any idea, like, what would be your dream job? Um, other than being uh, a park ranger, I feel like that's something. <laughs> yeah, no, you read my mind. I always tell people, you know, if if I didn't need to use my degree or, you know, I could do anything I wanted, I want to be a park ranger for Glacier National Park in Montana or a photographer for the National Park Service that can travel around and take photos mm-hmm. of the beautiful places in our country. But yeah, in terms of civil and environmental engineering, I the baseline is that I really want to do something 
where I'm designing a sustainable solution for the future. I'm designing something where um, I can help improve water quality in a town or city. I can help to uh, improve resource efficiency, whether it's saving energy, saving water, improving the air quality of something. So I'd say my dream job definitely lies within um, probably the renewable energy sector, just because you know there's so much potential there. There's so much um, that we can do as environmental engineers, as a country that we can do to promote renewable energy, whether it's in a house, whether it's um, run by cities, whether it's through electric or low, you know, low fuel or fuel efficient vehicles. It's such a broad field, but such a booming field that there's the possibilities are endless there. And, you know, as an environmental engineering student, I've seen through both my internship and both my classes that, you know, there's so many cool technologies that I hope that people can learn more about and appreciate that do help to, you know, reduce water flow and to reduce water consumption in houses or to reduce, you know, to improve the air quality of cities, to improve, you know, the fuel efficiency of vehicles, that kind of deal. Um, so anything that has to do with sustainability in the realm of, you know, reducing resource efficiency, helping with resource efficiency or reducing energy inputs is something that I find really interesting. Exciting. Well, I like hearing you talk about it as well. Um, have you ever <laughs> have you ever heard of um, Mark Overton's RIT 340, so Writing 340 class? Yes, I think we talked about this on Rocky Mountain. I took uh, I took <laughs> yeah. Professor Overton's class, and so did you. And mm-hmm. yeah, I really love the class. Professor Overton is a great professor, really nice guy. Highly recommend taking um, his class if you need to take RIT 340 um, in the coming years at USC. He's a great professor that has a very, very cool emphasis on sustainability in his engineering rig class. Mm-hmm. So for we do a group project every in our class, and basically you form you and your group design a solution for the Wrigley Institute for Environmental Studies on Catalina Island um, to help preserve or have to help use their rainwater or wastewater more efficiently. So my group. Um, did the wastewater track and we helped to look into different ways for how to improve wastewater efficiency, how to route the piping better, how to move the wastewater treatment plant to a different location to improve the the efficiency of the pipes and the energy that re- that's required to to um to pump water up to the wastewater treatment plant. It's a really cool project and that whole class as a whole um has some really interesting prompts that you have for your um for your papers and it's a really fun class it, i it made me it made me improve my my love for writing for sure to write about mm-hmm. topics in engineering that that i find really interesting and to write about topics you know not just in engineering but topics just in my personal life that i love so not just like environmental stuff but i wrote a paper about climbing i wrote a paper about um sustainable agriculture in that class it's a really cool class i highly recommend taking Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. When I took that, when I took that class with Professor Oberton, that was like my first time, I think, really doing an in-depth project and in-depth research about sustainability. So I have like a very high level understanding of everything that you talk about with like wastewater mm-hmm. treatment and stuff. But um, yeah, totally, totally recommend that class. For for context, for those of you listening, Writing 340 is the advanced, um, advanced writing and Professor Oberton teaches the writing for engineers section. So one of them, so you can choose from a variety of professors. Each one is a little different in how they teach the class. Um, but yeah, we both, we both strongly recommend Professor Oberton. It was a mm-hmm. great class. Um, well, 
In all of your experience, like starting to wrap up, do you have any advice for people who might be in a similar position as you were freshman year, like where you know you're interested in the environment, interested in engineering, but kind of uncertain as to how you want that to look at USC? Yeah, so I would say one thing that I found that was successful for me was I just got to know my professors pretty well and got to know, you know, um, what they did, what they were passionate about, and, you know, how they, how, you know, how they could help me find my interests in civil and environmental engineering. So uh, one professor I always love to shout out is Dr. Kelly Sanders. She was my intro to environmental engineering professor in my freshman year. And um, she's been really great at helping me figure out my passions in environmental engineering and the different career paths that um, can open up due to my passions. So um, I just really recommend talking with your professors after class or seeing them in office hours and just asking them, you know, what they do, what their background is. Every professor, um, at least in my experience in civil engineering, has a really different background. Some of them worked in industry for a few years. Some of them went straight to academia and started researching something that they were really passionate about and they found really interesting during their undergrad. Um, some of them were from a different field at first and then transitioned um, towards a more niche role or a niche um, subject or field of study in civil and environmental engineering. So um, just getting to know people in the industry um, and and your professors that have a lot of experience in the in the industry and have a lot of in experience um, teaching and working with students is a really good way to figure out what your passions are and what career paths can open um, due to those passions. And another piece of advice I definitely have is um, get as much on field, get as much at work experience as you can, whether it's through internship, whether it's through a co-op, um, really any of those. I've learned so much through my my two internships in the civil environmental engineering industry. Um, some learned a lot of stuff that I didn't learn in my classes at all. So um, yeah, it's a really good supplement to what you're learning in, you know, to get your degree at USC, just learning what people work on in the field, what people who have been in the industry for several years um, do so well and can teach you about um, the combination of having, you know, work experience, field experience, uh, as along with your classes and, you know, knowing what your professors do and what they, um, what they are um, experts in is really good in helping to helping to figure out what your passions are and what you can do with your degree, I'd say. So yeah, that's my that's my piece of advice from a now master's student, I guess. So okay. now now USC an alumni, <laughs> USC and the Turvey alum and the Turvey student both have one. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, I I really agree with both sentiments. I think it's as a freshman, it can be so overwhelming when you first start school. Like there are so many different things to do. And I don't know if you, if you're like, I was, I was like, Oh my gosh, like, I feel like I would be happy in any of these majors or in these different areas. So um, I really do agree with you, like talking with people, particularly professors and getting experience doing what you at least think you want to do. I think that's really valuable to, I, I don't know, understand yeah, if you actually like want to do that. Yeah. And also I'd like to add that um, you also can learn about what you don't like to do um, through your classes <laughs> and through work or internships. So, for example, uh, in civil engineering, a big part of civil engineering is construction and construction management. And after an, an internship uh, in construction management, I realized that I didn't really <laughs> like it that much. <laughs> I learned a lot. I had a great time uh, on my internship, but I also realized that this is not a career that I want to do uh, for several years after I graduated. So, 
you know, not it's just as important to learn what you don't want to do as well as what you want to do. So really eliminate that that you know that speculation. You know, focus on what you love, know what you don't love, but you can still learn a lot from and then move on from there. So yeah, I think it's it's there's both sides of a coin right there. Yeah, college is a very a very important time to learn both things. It's like a very a very big trial period for what you want to do in a career or in your life. You, know, you get to try different Absolutely. things, talk to different people. And then at the end, we we sometimes have it figured out, sometimes not, but at least we know more than we did uh, when we were freshmen or starting out. Totally. Yeah. And also like, remember the ISC 460 class we took together, Maya? Yes. I, everyone I, engineering economy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I... You know, I'll, I'll be honest, I kind of struggled in that class because I don't have an industrial engineering background. I couldn't really think um, through the mindset of an industrial engineer. However, obviously, you did much better than me and you're an industrial engineer. So that that also says a lot about, you know, you can take classes at USC and also realize what you don't like. But, you know, things that are still important to know, I still mm-hmm. learned a lot of really important things in that class. But I also learned that. I definitely don't have a future in industrial engineering. <laughs> so so I I give you a lot of credit for helping me get through that class. So <laughs> of course that class the class was very entertaining. Um and it was at many times a struggle for me as well. Um yeah, and that's that's another fun thing. It's like getting to take classes with people in different majors at the Turby. I know um, I know engineering economy, like all the civil engineers, I think environmental and then also industrial engineers all have to take that. So it's a, it's a fun time where we get to meet each other, mingle a little bit, um, mm-hmm. have some interdisciplinary groups. Like I, I really mm-hmm. wish you were in my group for the wastewater project. <laughs> we, we were all like industrial engineering majors or computer scientists. And it there definitely was a learning curve. <laughs> yeah. And I wish you were in my group for the group project we had for ISC 460, where we really had to like pretend we were a, a 3d printing company because i knew not i know nothing about 3d printing i know nothing about you know business so would have been nice to have an industrial engineer who knew you know both about technology and knew about you know the business side of engineering in my group but you know what gotcha. we, i passed that class i'm happy with my grade and that's all you need to know so absolutely <laughs> <laughs> absolutely well thank you for being on here tad do you have any any other things you want to talk about mention any last pieces of advice no, I don't think so. I think I've already used up enough of my time. But yeah, thanks for thanks so much again, Maya, for having me. Um, yeah, just I can't stress enough. Just enjoy your time at USC. Do fun things. Um, try things you've never done before. Get involved on campus. You know, meet new people, make new friends. But also, you know, take your take your classes seriously. Build your relationship with your professors and get as much on site, on job, internship experience as possible to know what you want to do with your engineering career. So yeah, thanks so much for having me. Uh, really appreciate um, you inviting me. And hopefully I was able to give somebody a, a good piece of advice today. No, absolutely. And climb 14ers. I climb 14ers <laughs> and come to Colorado. Climb <laughs> 14ers. Yeah, stay tuned for, I think, so we'll film like an intro and an outro. I will with Paul after. So I'll I'll update everyone on your 14er, how it went. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. I will keep you updated. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Ted. Thanks, Maya. Awesome. And welcome back, everybody. Um, I I just love inviting people onto the podcast, particularly people that I'm friends with already. It's like I'm getting 
like a job that I get to talk with my friends and hear about the cool things that they're doing. Um, I know, yeah, Tad, he, one thing that he talked about was his, um, his journey this summer to climb. I can't remember how many, but like multiple 14ers. Do you know what a 14er is, Paul? No, I was going to ask you. It's, um, oh gosh, so Tad definitely explained this better than I will, but um, I, this is something I've learned in living in Colorado this summer, but it's a mountain that is higher than 14,000 feet in elevation. So you say Got you climb it. a 14er and like it can be a variety of like what the actual elevation gain on your hike is or where you start, but the idea is that you stop above 14,000 feet, which is pretty, pretty crazy. So I just, uh, while you're talking, I just looked it up, 14er mountains over 14,000 feet and the Colorado 14ers is a big list. Uh, mm -hmm. There's a lot that are out there. Um, and this is, this is pretty crazy. So how long does it take to get up a 14er? Gosh, so I know a lot of the interns I worked with this summer actually climbed um, or hiked up a bunch of 14ers. Depends, but normally they start at like two in the morning, like very, very early in the morning. Hmm. Um, so it'll take, I think, probably around like eight hours is probably the average of what I heard from people. Um, and the idea is that you want to be off the mountain before um, afternoon storms can roll in. So that's oh, yeah, a very, it's a very like intense ordeal. Wow. Well, that is really cool. Not for me, but very, very <laughs> cool for everyone who, who wants to do this. You've yet to pursue this? Yeah. Unfortunately, I did not have the chance to do it this summer. Um, some of the weekends I was traveling, so going to states other than Colorado, and it just um, it shook out like it was either I did it the weekend my parents were here or mm -hmm. I didn't get to do it. Um, and they they vetoed that very quickly. Got it. Got it. Well, Hopefully you'll have a chance at some point to get out there and, and, and do your, your list of 14ers. Uh, and thank you for bringing uh, Tad to the show. Uh, we will wrap this up and get, get out of everybody's ears. And we will be back next week with a whole new episode of Viterbi Voices. And we will see you then. Bye, everybody.